Yeah. They ain't gonna like it. They ain't gonna like it. I be getting to the money. Everybody, man. So, welcome to another episode of the Exo Tribesman Podcast. My name is Kirkland. However, this is not the episode. This is a sponsored ad. I thought to myself, I sponsor other people's things all the time. Why not sponsor my own shit this time around? So, I have a program called Pay It Forward that I am so fucking excited about because it helps me get to my original goal of what I wanted to do with this brand, which is elevate the way big and tall men are seen through photos. So, this helps me do that. Every time one of you purchase a three-look package, I'm going to give a one-look package away for free to a big and tall guy. Yeah, you heard me right. I said free. Like free, free. Like free, 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 free. Not only will I give away a one-look package for free, but I will also take $25 of the money spent and invest it into a small black business. I will purchase something from them. I will shoot that content. I will put it on my Instagram and Twitter and also use it for more stock photography. So I'm super excited about Pay It Forward. And I want you to feel excited because when you purchase a three-lip package for me, you are giving two things to two other people. So it's like the gift that literally keeps on giving because you're giving to so many people. So thank you so much for supporting me in advance. If you want to book a three-look package, head on over to forevercurk.com slash shop and purchase your three-look package. Let's create magic. So welcome everyone to another episode of the Exo Tribesman Podcast. Today, I have two very, very, very special guests. And maybe there's some more joining us uh, later on in the conversation, but... For now, there might be a few more joining us, but for now, we have the wonderful, well, I don't want to introduce them. I want them to introduce themselves because they so bomb, like, so let's start with you, D'Angelo. Introduce yourself to the people. Tell them who you are, what you do, all that, all that good, goodness. Okay. All right. So, hey, um, I am D'Angelo. I am the owner, operator, head designer of Designs by D'Angelo. And I'm that bitch. That's, okay? That's, I'm that bitch. That's <laughs> I, yes. You know, I used to say I specialize in plus size, big and tall, but I just like to call myself a designer because I don't like to label it. I just like to make beautiful things that make people happy, period. Okay. So, um, yeah, yeah, but you know, that's always my specialty. That's where I started out, and um, <clears throat> that's my love, um, and I'm currently working on becoming a model like all of my other friends. I'm, tr- I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it, you know, because my friends, they're all models, including Ooh, Mr. We, XL Tribe. Are we adding new titles? We are. We're trying to add new titles. We are. Okay. Yeah. You know, along with the singer, the actor, the dad, the boyfriend, the accountant, all that good stuff. Ooh, titles on top of titles. Yeah. 
They gonna have so many slashes on your name, it's gonna fall off. <laughs> well, that's what we want to happen, though, and that's okay. That is okay. It means you're multi-talented, okay. and that that never hurts to have more than one talent. So there we go. Um, thank you so much for introducing yourself, D'Angelo. Now let's bring it on over to my next guest, Ralphie. Introduce yourself. Let the people know who you is. Hey, everybody. <laughs> What's going on? Um, my name is Ralphie. That's my nickname. Um, I go, my, my, my real name is Ralphie Omo because everybody knows me as Ralphie. Um, I model, but I also, on, do other things. <laughs> I also do other things. Um, mostly in aviation. Uh, I'm a pilot, a flight instructor. Um, I also work in airport operations at one of the biggest airports here in New York City as a supervisor. And I model. I've been modeling for, it's about to be two years, actually, this month. My first okay. show was in D.C. in April of 2018. And ever since then, I've just been uh, grinding and modeling. Um, I wouldn't want to call it, like, just like D'Angelo said, I don't want to do, I don't want to label it as a big and tall model. I just want to be a model. That's, that's, that's. That, at the end of the day, I just I'm a model that's, that's happening. So happily, he's just big and tall. That's it. Okay, perfect. Well, so they've introduced themselves. So today's episode is going to be titled "The State." You know how you know how the government does the State of the Union, or your city will do a State of the City Union. So I'm doing the State of Big and Tall Union. Figure since we all home right now, I've been, you know, doing a lot of thinking, what have you. And so one thing that I wanted to kind of go over was where do you guys think big and tall fashion currently is at the moment? And you can go in any order you'd like. I just want to know your ideas, your visions, what you what you what's on other people's minds is what I want to know. Not all at one time, everyone. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was muted. I was. <laughs> yes. I was like, I was like, hold on. Will, what are we doing here? But no, um, I guess for me as a designer, I, the quarantine for me, um, and it's. I know this sounds crazy, but for me, it has not been an artistic movement or anything like that. It's been more of a self-reflective type thing, um, kind of honing into who I am getting my inner peace because it's so like anxious out in the atmosphere right now but I guess what I can say as far as like what I have been researching for big and tall because I did have to buy some clothes because I came to North Carolina and I brought no clothes but what I did I was like I, I bought some clothes but it was limited clothes if that makes sense so I brought okay, a couple of bags you, didn't imagine you know to be there that long right I was not expecting it to be this long but um you know I what I can say about plus size, big, well, big and tall in the fashion world is I feel like it's, it's limited. Like for me, I'm an ASOS guy. I, I, it's hard for me to find a brand that fits me because I'm, I'm not just big, like I'm a curvy big guy. So I got hips, I got tail. Like I have that issue where things don't fit me that should fit me because my waist right now is like a 44 but my tail is a 54. 
So it's hard for me to find clothes that fit me proportionately. So ASOS is my go-to. But when I go to ASOS and I go to the big and tall section, mm-hmm. it's like, it's limited. If I go to ASOS's regular size, their straight size guys, like they got stuff that's like, oh shoot, they got dungarees, they got this, they got, oh, oh wow, they got this sweatshirt. Oh, I they think got you tapped into stuff. something right there. So like, you're saying that when you go to ASOS's straight size clothes, that mm-hmm. they have more available fashion options. Exactly. Ours is very understated. It's your tracksuit. It's your basic button-up. It might be a cute little see-through mesh top. You know, that's really all they're going to give the big guys. And you might get something that's a little avant-garde or a little bit of, you know, just kind of runway ready. But it's, it's, not, it's not like the straight size. And it really is frustrating. So for me as a designer, I always want to, you know, if, if you've ever seen one of my shows, like I try to give something that's elevated, that's not just plain, that's not just your sweatshirt, that's not just your regular pant. I try to give you a harem. I try to give you something with some flow. I try to give you something that's going to, you know, make you feel like you're making an actual fashion statement yes, versus just a, just a dude that's walking on the street. Because I feel like nobody is catering to that. And it's, it's very irritating. Very irritating. Because it was so many things on the regular size section of ASOS. I'm like, yo, I love this. And now I'm like, let me go over here and see if it's there. No, it's not there. And the biggest size they go up to is the extra large. Well, see, those are the issues that I also experience. And so um, part of what I try to do as a content creator is focus on the brands that I feel are catering to us however i do feel like yeah uh yeah so i try to cater to the brands that uh, that i feel that focus on us and obviously asos is one of if not i'm gonna say one of because i'm pretty sure i can think of a few more like if i really sat down and wrote down a list but I do feel like the issue is that, um, hold on. I really feel like the issue is there are so many brands that cater to us, but they don't decide to step out. Matter of fact, I just thought of another brand. I feel like there are, I feel like, ASOS and MVP are one of the only two brands that step outside of your jog jogger suit. They step outside of your basic colors. Like they try to give prints and patterns and stretch. And I feel like even stretch, I feel it's, it's, it's still it's so key. hard to find good stretch. You're right. Because some of them, with some pants, like I read the the material content of every garment that I, I buy. And it's like, that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking for that stretch. I'm looking to see how much spandex it is. If I if if the pant is a size 44 and it's got like three percent spandex, I'm like, oh, I'm in there. That's good. Like Wait, I can fit so that. Three percent spandex is that good? It's stretchy. It's very stretchy. Yes, okay. it's really good for me. You know, you know, I'm walking around with. So, I mean, it's, it's very, it's, it, it makes it easier for me to shop. 
like an, another one. I've never I've never shopped at MVP, but I do know when I see their stuff, their representation of Big and Tall is amazing because, like you said, they do step out of the box. And another one is Boohoo Man, but they stick to the basics sometimes too. Listen, all right, let's let's talk about Boohoo Man. Mm-hmm. I, I see a trend here. Mm-hmm. Um, Outside of MVP, because they're they are a, a local uh, United States brand. They're they're here in the United States. But let's talk about Boohoo and let's talk about ASOS because mm-hmm. you brought up. So the trend here <clears throat> I'm noticing is the UK the only country that's deciding to step outside <laughs> the box? That's what it seems like. I mean, mm-hmm. they're both UK mm-hmm. based, um, and you know. Yeah, I feel like they're the only ones. I mean, especially that are running, um, not I, I guess you could say wholesale because they, you know, it's ready to wear or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they seem like the only area that's really trying to reach out and grab it. They like, oh, we see a market. Let's go ahead, let's yank this, let's get all this coin that we can get. Because I ain't gonna lie, they got they got uh afterpay and Klarna. Now, I ain't gonna listen, lie, I'm listen, I, let's I, get into afterpay. Like, I do not like to spend a whole lot of money up front. He's very budget savvy with that. Listen. So I will corner, I will afterpay, and I appreciate them for that. And they have nice stuff. Listen. And they go up to a 5X. Listen, I appreciate afterpay and Klarna so much. If you want to sponsor this episode, I will sponsor you, okay? Because <laughs> them two companies right there has helped to finance a lot of my wardrobe. A lot. <laughs> a lot. What? I'm bored. So if y'all don't know about Afterpay or Klarna, I'll just give you a brief synopsis. It is a company that is that basically does short-term financing to help you purchase things. There's no interest involved at all. Um, and actually, I found out from a business owner because you know, as a biz- as another business owner, one of the questions I always had was, "How do you make money?" But I realized as the business owner, they charge you a percent of your money of the mm-hmm. cost of the item. That's how they make their money. I was very confused yep. about that part. But to the customer, there's no cost. And I think the minimum is like $35. And many mm-hmm. stores are being added on a weekly, daily basis. So, so fashion is now very affordable. Yes, very. So hmm, I learned something new every day. I didn't know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we learned something. Let me tell you, hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> so... All right, so Rafi, I'd love to know your take on what do you feel about fashion, especially being uh, a bigger guy. What is your uh, take on fashion as far as, um, like, what you feel? Um, well, I feel, I, I honestly 100% agree with um, D'Angelo about it having an issue um, finding your size, especially the UK size, um, such as ASOS and Boohoo Man. Um, I do have an issue sometimes, though, like going to stores that are catered to big and, men, big and tall men, just like DXL and or um, certain fashions at, um, what is this store? I forget the name of the store. But <clears throat> they don't really cater to the bigger man per se if 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 they don't really cater to the bigger man 
So for example, I'm a 3X, 4X shirt. And mm-hmm. it really depends on the cut and it depends on the size. Right. Yes. Just like D'Angelo, I have curves, I have thighs, I have tail, like he said. So it just really depends. But like it's it's either too big or it's too tight. I have I also have a stomach. And sometimes if I have a if I have to wear a shirt, I would have to go a bigger size, even though that's not my size. Just because it, it needs to fit my stomach. The yeah. same thing with pants. Yeah. So it just really depends. Um, the reason why I like D'Angelo, and I've always liked D'Angelo but the first time I met him, because I like to see, I like to be out of the box. I like to, you know, walk, make it, making a statement. He, like, he pushes it. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, big into a man, we have, yeah, we, we wear the jeans, we wear the shorts, we wear the sweats. But me personally, I like to go out and just show out sometimes. And I don't really see that a lot in, um, at least for the American designers. So, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So that's, I mean, I, I also share the same attribute. I feel like, I, you know what I feel like? I feel like stores can do a better job at marketing the big and tall sizes they have. Because I do know, um, I feel um, personally, um, DXL has, a great selection of big and tall clothes, like especially for the like 3X, 4X, 5X, 6X. But what I yeah. feel like that doesn't do the best job, I feel like they've done a little bit of what straight size has been doing where they're tailoring their market to the 2X bigger guy, the 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 1X bigger guy. Mm-hmm. But exactly. they have clothes that go up to 6X and mm-hmm. sometimes I've seen 7X. Yeah, they do. But they're not they're not showing that part of the store, which is what right. I want us to do. Like right. I want you to I wanna see a mod. I wanna see every I mean, I know like I've talked to a bunch of other models, and one of the things that I've came to the agreement is that it is very expensive to have a fit model in every size. Mm-hmm. So very. I will recognize mm-hmm. that. But one of the things that I feel is that even if it's too expensive, I do feel that we're worth it. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. We're worth it because um, we need representation out there, especially um, now where I feel like big and tall or or just real men are being um, catered more in in media, industry and, and such. Um, and also one other thing that I wanted to t- discuss was like certain ASOS, Google men, like you guys were talking about, they're very affordable. Unfortunately, and, and I, I, like I said, DXL is my primary sh- shopping uh, place as a big and talk guy. DXL is extremely, extremely expensive, extremely expensive. And that's one thing that I want to see too is affordability. Yeah. I, I, I do agree. We need, um, well, I like to say this. I feel like we need it all. I feel like we need, we need, the thing is, I feel like when we get to the place where there is a market for, when there's a market for everyone in big and tall, that's when we've arrived. So when, when there's a Gucci for $12,000 for a shirt, when there's also 
a Target for $5 for a shirt, when there's also a DXL for $100 shirt, when there is a Ralph Lauren for $200 a shirt, that's when we've arrived. We've arrived when you can find anything in your size, no matter what your budget is. That's when we've arrived. And I feel like right now, what, what I'm experiencing is there's high and there's low. There's and no then, middle ground. Huh? There's no middle ground. No. And the middle ground to me is where, is where the true, um, what do you want? What do I want to say? The true, the true like creativeness is in the middle because you can, you can be more creative when you have a bit more resources. So if you're charging $40 for a shirt, you can get a bit more creative. You know what I mean? And I under, I totally understand from a financial aspect of both ends that it is, you know, a little hard to make really dope you know, shirts when you're only charging five bucks for it. I get it. But we need variety. And that's what we don't have. Um, we need, we definitely need variety. So that's definitely one thing I know we need variety in. So one thing I wanted to talk about now is going to the model side. So as D'Angelo said earlier, he is a budding model. <coughs> so, um, Ralphie's also a model. And so one thing I wanted to talk about was their experiences in getting into modeling, number one, but then deciding to, deciding that they wanted to be a model. What kind of experiences they've had in this journey? Um, okay. Um, D'Angelo, I'll go first. Okay, yeah, you can take this over because, you know, I'm just starting. <laughs> so you have your way. Have your way. Sir. Um, so I started. So you just want to want to know like my journey, right? So I started modeling um, on a whim. Um, there was a show called District of Curves in DC in April of 2018, and at the time, my friend was um, he 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 was in the show. So I, I I was actually going down to DC to support him, and he told me, "Hey, um, a lot of male models." had dropped out do you know do you want to be in a show and i'm like yeah sure why not and uh <clears throat> i emailed <clears throat> i emailed the uh creator and the producer of the show and um i sent them my picture i sent them my uh, measurements that i had to do myself which was kind of weird but i did i did myself and um they were like yeah come on and, and join us and that was my first modeling experience uh it was great it was exhilarating I met a couple oh, designers there. <laughs> I met a couple designers there. Um, that week, oh, excuse me, the month before, uh, the month after, I auditioned for Full Figure Fashion Week here in New York for Baywalks. And that was my second show. And ever since then, I've just been modeling and, and enjoying the ride. I did a, a campaign with MVP uh, that week. Which of, was uh, dope, Fashion. by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I did it with uh, MVP. Um, I modeled uh, Fashion Week in 2019. Um, that October of 2018, I also did um, NCD National Curves Day Fashion Show, which I walked for D'Angelo. Um, I did. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and 
to be honest with you, I'm enjoying the ride. I'm not going to say that I'm a professional, but I'm working towards it because I still have a lot to learn um, in terms of like casting, what to wear during castings, what to wear, um, how to go to a casting. I have a portfolio, which I was, I'm fortunate enough to to have that. Portfolios. Um, Comps, I have a comp cards, um, which is, I, comp cards, I've learned that it's, very important to just have comp cards, even if you're just walking around doing your errands, because you never know who you run into. Never know, especially yeah. during Fashion Week here in New York. Very true. Um, so yeah, my experience is dope. I, I've done castings, and I've done castings for Target recently, and I've done castings for DXL. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get it, but then I know that's just the business. Like, if I don't get it now, I'll probably get it next time. You know, it's, that's just the business that I, I've, I've learned is fashion and, and is just a business. You get it now or not, you get it next time. That's, that's, that's just the way I think of it. Okay. Um, but it's just been, it's just been, a, it's, it's been a great ride so far. Um, just like D'Angelo said early on in the podcast that during this self-quarantine, you, you're self-reflecting. And, and that's what I've been doing. Like, where do I want to see myself in the fashion industry, in my modeling industry, in my modeling career? Come on, you know, where, 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 where do I want to go? <laughs> so, um, and honestly, and I think I've told it to a couple of you guys that I definitely want to see myself in high fashion. That's, that's a, that's a place that I want to go into just because like I said, when I'm walking around, yeah, I like to wear jeans and a t-shirt, but I also like to make a statement as well. Like, Oh, where did you get that from? Oh, who made that? You know? Mm-hmm. That's that's where I definitely want to see myself, for sure. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. <laughs> sometimes I, um, sometimes I think I I myself have that same feeling. Like the dopest feeling in the world is like when you walk into somewhere, and everybody wants to know where'd you get those jeans, where you got that shirt, where you get those shoes. And exactly. I feel like that's exactly. the part of our community that I want to amplify the most because. Honestly, a brand grows in our community from within our community. Right. Because one person wears something, and because we don't have a whole bunch of options, when somebody sees somebody with one dope thing, you know how that goes, especially by ASO shoppers. You know how that goes. You be on Listen. Listen, you can talk about it. Mm -mm, Go ahead. Go ahead. Listen, you go to ASOs.com, you see a cute shirt. (laughs) <laughs> buy it you go out to the party especially if it's like if it's like a plus size community party where you have your your plus size women your plus size guys we together oh definitely at least two or three y'all gonna be wearing the same shirt thanks 100 percent right yes 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 mm-hmm. absolute facts and you be sitting there like oh you cute and then you be like i should have put something else on See, that's just why I, but see, I have the luxury of doing this. Not everybody has the luxury of doing it, but I switch my shit up sometimes. I will customize it, do something to make it different. We seen you. I know. I know. You You had three outfit changes in one day before y'all. Not three. Maybe. Okay, it was two. Two. Because we can't go out looking like nobody else. Period. I guess. Period. Mm-mm. Can't have that. 
My name so, is D'Angelo, and I, I, I support that message. <laughs> <laughs> well, we support the message of you being an individual yourself. So now, um, so y'all heard D'Angelo say earlier that he wanted to become a model. So I want to know, mm-hmm. when did you decide you wanted to be a model? And I just wanted, I just want you to talk about that dope photo shoot you just did, which I will link the Instagram post in the bio of this episode so y'all can see how dope it was. But what made you want to jump in to the diving? <laughs> well, I mean, I used to model when I was younger. So, like, I used to do the Belt Runway shows here back at home. And, oh, um, yes, because Belk is in yes. your city. Mm-hmm. So I used to do them every year um, up until I was, like, in fifth or sixth grade and now it's just like I don't want to do this no more and then um I've always loved fashion I've always loved fashion uh but me jumping into modeling was more of a self-discovery thing for me also a thing of if I can do it myself then I don't have to necessarily hire someone when I'm ready to do like you know how sometimes you're in the creative mode and you just like, oh, let me do this shoot. And you can't find nobody to do the shoot. Oh, well, I can do the shoot. I can find somebody to take a picture. And I can just take, you know, be the model myself. Yes. But modeling has always been something I wanted to do. Um, it was just lacking the confidence to do it. Because I gained weight. And you know how that is. When you gain weight, you, you have that image that you want for yourself. But it's so hard. To, to get out of your head that it's okay to look like this new person. So for me, modeling came with that whole self-discovery, that whole getting healthier, um, a new me, a new year, me being more transparent. Um, and I feel like it allows people to honestly get to know me as a person a little bit more because mm-hmm. I can put who I am in my garment, but I feel like, you know, self-expression comes through pictures you can see me you can get to know me a little bit better if if you see me as a model um versus just d'angelo the designer okay you know what that is maybe one of the best ideas that i've ever heard yeah because what no i mean the idea that you became a model because number one, it was something that you had done when you were younger. But number two, you were deciding why wait for somebody else to be flying my clothes? I could be flying my own clothes. Right. I could sell my, you know, you could basically sell yourself. You could sell your own product. And, and I, I separated my two pages, one being designs by D'Angelo and the other one being D'Angelo by design. Um, because it's like, I didn't want to put too much of my personal on my business page. And I felt like it was just becoming way too personal and not enough fashion. So it was like, let's give them the personal, let's give them the transformation. Let's give them the new, the, the person that I am, but in this newfound way and, and also attach the modeling to it and yeah, help people just know who D'Angelo is, all aspects of life of D'Angelo. All right. Well, in terms of, in terms of, okay, so now you both are stepping into the modeling world and well, Rafi has been doing it for a little minute. You're stepping into it. So as a content creator, one of the things I notice in creating content, sometimes I will do a post about 
here are the top five places to shop this week or here are 10 places that have really good sales on big and tall men's clothing. And every time I go to those stores and I do those posts, the, the guy that's modeling the plus size clothes, sometimes he's not even plus at all. At all. They just took his picture from the straight size, <clears throat> size and then went up a bunch of sizes for you to select. That's first. Mm -hmm. Number two, if he is a plus size guy, he's a large extra large. Mm -hmm. Maybe an extra large 2X. But that's pushing it. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of that, I wanted to take the time to commend a brand that recently hired um, Bruce over at Chopster. So, DXL recently has been doing promo campaigns with Bruce from Chopster, which I do want to recognize him for, for me, breaking breaking the idea that a, a bigger your bigger average guy can also be a model like it mean for all intensive person purposes he's a content creator just like i am over at chopster and to see him break out i'm like look at him like that if he can kind of like the thing where it's like if he can do it i can do it too that means it's possible right and mm -hmm. so one of my issues is definitely that for most other sizes, that isn't an option for you to see a guy of his size on a website being a legitimate model. And that part is so motivating. So, but what I wanted to talk to is, so I know that, um, you know, Ralphie's been on some casting, so maybe he can speak more to this, but how how do you feel about the issue when you go to these stores and you notice that no one looks like you, but they're telling you that the clothes fit? How does that make you feel? Um, it definitely is disheartening um, at times. Um, just because, like I was saying earlier, my fit is completely different. Um, I have a stomach, like I said, I have curves. So it's definitely disheartening. Um, I understand it's a business, but then again, like, who are you catering to? Are you catering to that guy or are you catering to the guy that's wearing a 3X or 4X? And those um, are the questions. And that's the questions that needs to be had. But then again, too, I honestly don't think, again, I'm not too sure just because me being uh, ignorant and still learning, is that I don't even think that executives are making that decision to have a, a fit model that is 3X or 4X. Just because, like you said earlier, of the expense. It's going to cost money to have somebody like that. Um, so to me personally, it's a little bit disheartening. Um, Bruce from Chubster, yeah, he, he's breaking that mold now. And I hope it will continue on with other models that look like him and I. Yeah, so, definitely. Definitely. I want yeah. that trend to continue. To continue on for sure. Yeah. Um, that's my take on it. Like, you know, I, I, I wish I could see a little bit more, especially like um, Goodfellow uh, for Target. 
I love Goodfellow for Target, and I, mm-hmm. I, I do shop um, when I do see a size of my size in Target. I do shop at Goodfellow. I love Goodfellow. Oh, let's okay. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about Target for a second. Yeah, sure. <laughs> because listen, I feel like when you find your size at Target, you gotta grab it. Oh yeah, because it ain't gonna be there later. <laughs> yes, exactly. You, you're hundred percent. It's not gonna be there later. Somebody else is gonna grab it. Cause there's a whole bunch of other big guys waiting for that size, just like you was waiting for it. So mm-hmm. find it, you gotta get it. Um, actually, you know what Target does? Target actually, I Target does a pretty good job. Actually, I, you know what? I'll give them credit as well because I've definitely seen three X models on their site as fit models, and that mm-hmm. I appreciate. Um. I don't know. I mean, and maybe that lends to the fact that Target is definitely a, a larger brand as far as financing goes. So they probably can't afford that many fit models. But mm-hmm. um, I definitely feel like um, for your smaller brands, I feel like it, 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 it is expensive to hire fit models. But you have to ask yourself, especially when you own a business, what what market am I catering to? And then once you figure out what market you're catering to, is spending this money going to be going to give me back more revenue than I spent? And the truth of the matter is, to honest, when you go look at clothing brands. Um, the other day, I believed, I believe it was Gucci. I don't want to say the wrong high-end brand, but there was a high-end brand recently that had introduced sized um, 12, 14, 16, 18, and 20, I believe. And, for the female. Yeah, for the females. And they sold out of the size 18 and 20 within seconds. So to me, if you were to use that same scenario and apply it to men, you understand that the bigger guy is literally waiting at his keyboard with his credit card ready. So can you come give us clothes, please? That part. That whole part. And you know, it seems like there it's easy to step out and do that for the female industry like plus size female versus the male i don't know it's like people are scared to push the boundaries they're scared to uh, i don't know it's weird because you would think like okay um because the only brand that i know that goes up to a 3x 4x sometimes is burberry and you have to find that in nordstrom's or something like that you know what i'm saying so it's not accessible Yeah, Burberry does go to a three four X. That's why TJ like Burberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know why these brands feel like it's hard. And and let's go back to the fit model thing too, because we keep talking about the fit model and how expensive it is to have a fit model to model your things. But let's look at it like this: these are brands that are having these clothes manufactured. Okay, if you already offer the clothes up to a six X, that means that you have the stock that you've already cut 
for a person who is a 6X or a 5X or a 4X or a 3X, why could you not pick a fit model? Why could you not pick a model that could fit those clothes that you've already made for, for your stock to put on your site to show as a representation for your brand? You know what? You just made a very valid point. So you already make the clothes. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, you're right. If, you, if you're making 6X and 7X and 5X clothes, you have a budget. Because I exactly. understand those, that clothes isn't cheap. So you're right. So why is it, you know, why is it that a brand is, good question. Because for the life of me, like I said, from the conversations that I've had with other models, they've shared with me that even in 2019 and 2020 that they're still getting cut into clothes. And to me, that was a bit shocking, but I was like, okay. Hold on. When you say cut into clothes, what do you mean? Like the clothes that they bring on set, even when they are, they've hired a big and tall model. They know your size and your measurements. They still bring in clothes that are too small. Yes. Yes. Now I'm now I'm going to spin this whole thing around and I'm going back to the designer side. Okay. Because I have been that designer that has gotten to that that cast well, not the casting, but to that show. Because a lot of times we do not get to see the person face to face until that day. So Wait, I'm so going the day to say of this. your your shoot. I mean, the yeah, day like you don't you don't get to see that person face to face until the day of the actual show. A lot of the times, now they will send you pictures, mm-hmm. but sometimes pictures can be photoshopped. Uh, they can have different foundation on up under their garment. So this is my thing when it comes down to models. Sometimes those measurements are not completely accurate based upon how that designer designs clothes. Does that make sense? Yes. And okay, I, I, I've actually seen that too as, uh, as a model perspective. And that wouldn't, I wouldn't have to blame, I wouldn't even blame the designers at that point. It's just, I guess, the production of the show um, where you don't meet, you don't meet the, the actual model until the day of. And I, that's happened before. Right, because I've gotten to a show and I've, I've had this happen multiple times where the chest was this, the waist was this, and the hips was this. But when I pull out my tape and I measure, your chest is not this, your waist is not this, and your hips sure the hell aren't this. So you end up having a dilemma where you're having to, you know, make it work. And you really do have to sew people into garments, and you do have to cut extra fabric. I learned after my first show going to New York, like, oh, no, you got to bring some extra fabric. You got to bring some of this, some of that, because sometimes those comp cards are not accurate. And and I don't know how you fix that, but that's just what I found as an issue on the, the designer side of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes that that definitely adds in a see this is why I this is why I needed you in this conversation. <laughs> because these things I would never know. <laughs> but so that makes a lot of sense in terms of that. So I guess in, in some ways you do need to still cut people into clothes. 
but that was definitely definitely uh you know i was definitely like taken aback when i was like you get cutting clothes i thought that was what they was they did like in the early 2000s like not today but i get what you're saying in in that part so you you right so you have a brand that makes up to a 6x 7x so you already produce the clothes so then how much more is it going to cost you as a brand to pay someone for a day that is going to bring in thousands of dollars in revenue and we're just talking about a retail brand right we're not talking about independent brands we're talking about retail brands yes um retail brands um it's gonna cost you the same amount that it costs you to bring that other model in i mean that's just it's it's the same thing if you're gonna pay that one model this amount you bring in another model versus bringing in that model that's a 2x right Mm -hmm. to represent the big and tall bring in that model that's a 4x to represent the big and tall you're still going to pay them the same amount that you would have paid the other person oh okay there's no cool. additional cost you get what i'm saying because we'll charge no more money because we extra big right it <laughs> i mean extra large actually <laughs> i can't <laughs> I bet extra large people. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, but yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it. There's there's not a big difference. There's not a there's not a cost difference in that because you're gonna, if regardless, you gotta pay somebody. Okay, so then we need. I need to. You know what I need to do? Then I'm gonna need to find some designers, um, of some. Uh, large retailers and get them on the show so we can talk about why we don't got fit models in our size. And I think I'm gonna be honest with you too. I think a lot of times, um, and and I'm just putting this out there. You know, you the pe- people are vain. People like to see height, weight, proportion. People, if some if sometimes, honestly, somebody seeing somebody with a 2x on they're gonna look at that and say oh i can wear that but when you flip it around and you put somebody in a 4x because i'm about to throw this monkey wrench out there when you see somebody with a 4x and they're not height and weight proportion you're not gonna want to buy that and why is that really yeah think about it it's branding it's marketing mm-hmm. and people are like you said people are vain they look they look at a model's looks first before they would look at the clothes that they have on. Mm-hmm. And that's just, honestly, that's just also from experience too. Um, I've done, I'm not going to name the show, but I've done a show recently um, where, you know, they hired me on and everything else. The designer, um, it's, it's a good, it's a great brand, but the designer put me on, with sweats and the t-shirt. Okay, that's my job is to model it. Okay, I did the thing. But when I look back at the footage of the show, I did I know for a fact that I walked that show, but they didn't they didn't put my my footage on. They put footage of other people. The Whoa. the guys the guys that are taller than I am. The guys that were, were a little bit slimmer than I am. Um, you know, I but I'm I know for a fact that did the show, so why I'm not using that? Why my footage is not being posted up? You get what I'm saying? That's crazy. In the real. So I I understand where um, 
where D'Angelo was coming from, that companies are probably promoting or marketing the bigger guys, um, the guys that are the 2X, the 1X, that look like football players. They're not promoting the 3X guy, the 4X guy. Yeah, I look like a football player, but not the football player that's the quarterback. Not the, not the you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lineman, per se, my body type. Um, and the linebacker need clothes, too. Exactly. These are fact. But you know what, though? I'm a, and I'll say this. The one company that does have a, a fair representation, I want to say has a really, truly fair representation of Big and Tall, is ASOS. And I keep calling them out because I see people who don't have, like, that everyday look, but they give you options that make you just want to buy the damn clothes. And they Bingo. look good on the models that exactly. they put them on. And it's yeah. like, why can't other people see that you can take this good-looking guy who is plus size, who has a nice shape, who can fit a 4X or a 3X, and put him in on, on a billboard and sell clothes? ASOS is killing it. ASOS is killing it. You're right. But then again, that, that, comes, that comes with the mentality of um the uk mentality you know when i was in london um a year ago i felt come on I felt, world traveler i felt at ease i felt like i liked london i felt like it was very unique and um a lot of people say like oh london is just like new york yeah it is but in terms of creativity it's, it's a lot more oh up there God. i felt like go shopping i did not go shopping because you know i was just you know i was there for a wedding you know, I was just there, you know. Listen, I didn't get a chance to do what I had to do, you know? Listen, my, uh, the next trip need to be to London because <laughs> I can imagine if that, listen, someone told me about a store called Premark. Premark? Premark is in New York, too. It's we in have New York. Premark. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love it. You alive? Yeah, yeah Premark is really dope. Yeah, we oh! have one in Brooklyn, too. With Corona over, I'm coming to New York! Hold on though. Let me let me go ahead and let you know that big and tall ain't all big and tall. Just I'm just gonna throw that out there. And I the reason buy their t-shirts, their sweaters, their button-up mm-hmm. shirts, a lot of jeans, coats, and things like that. They they may say 3X, but uh yeah, they not. And that's just because, and I, I don't think it's a fault at anybody, but I think just that's just because um they're basing off their sizes, the UK sizes. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it's UK sizes a lot more smaller than the US sizes. So, for example, if I shop ASOS, I, I love ASOS again. My three, their three X to me is not going to fit me. So I would have to go to a four X or a five X, which is fine because I still love their clothes because they're putting it out there and they, they're um they're uh. It's it's a statement, it's a fashion statement. You know what I'm saying? But um is they they're basing off their UK size and that's just not a fault of their own, but they just gotta do a little bit more research, that's all. Okay. True. Um I just seen that TJ popped on and we were talking uh-huh. about high end and I feel like TJ is that high end person because he knows where to go, how to find it, and his page just speaks it. Uh-huh. So, he, he got a he, talent for finding Burberry. 
Well, I, well, London may have to be our trip because I did see where the headquarters for Burberry was in London. So Woo! London may have to be the next trip. London, here we come, London. <laughs> I'm here for it. All right. Well, everyone, welcome TJ to the podcast. Woo! Hey, what's going on? I'm trying to figure out how to work this thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, TJ, currently what we're discussing is the state of uh, big and tall men's fashion. And so far, the guys, Ralphie and D'Angelo, have been giving us their take on from modeling to fashion to fit models to brands that support us. So, right now the conversation we're talking and you can just jump in. We were talking about, um, well, for the you came up because we were talking about luxury fashion and we know how much you love Burberry. But it wasn't until talking to D'Angelo that I discovered that I think I know why you love Burberry. Okay. Go ahead, tell us why. Um, I know that Burberry does um, supply the bigger guy with clothing. So I have seen on their website two X's and I even believe they have three X's. I want to say they have even additional sizes other than that as well. So you know what? Why not do things in real time? Let me go on Burberry.com. They got on Burberry.com. Well, I myself am not really I'm myself not really a luxury shopper kind of person, not my thing. Um, However, I think that may be like a bit of a cross between the fact that, to be honest, I can't afford none of this shit. And then, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, we can't all be as wealthy as TJ, so we kind of have to. No. Uh, no, so that's that's another thing. You have to shop on a budget. So a lot of the well, pieces. Tell us that I how have. you shop on a budget. Yeah, please of- do, because we want to know. We want to learn. Yes, I need to know. I need all the high fashion. You just have to watch. You have to if you have a certain item that you want, you have to just wait for it, wait for that sale. And most times you'll find that, that it'll still be there in a couple of weeks. So I'm on Burberry's site right now and looking at they have extra large. 2x and 3x so i think that's one of the reasons why i kind of hopped on burberry because um they had my size when i went to i think i went to gucci a couple times they never had my size and also if they did have my size they did not make many um there wasn't a lot of it so they will make maybe five of that shirt whereas the extra large or the medium they will make 200 you know what i mean because they know that sometimes I don't know. Maybe we're not buying them as much because we don't think that they have them. So those brands who have the matter them, is, um, I, I'll 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 say this one thing and then I'll, I'll let you, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you finish. <laughs> but one thing I can tell you is what I was saying earlier: the big and tall guy is always sitting at his keyboard or on his phone with his credit card, waiting to buy some shit. The mm-hmm. thing is, we don't know they're available. And honestly, until I met you, TJ, I never even knew Burberry made our size, let alone that it's available to purchase. 
Because I was like, he must have got this from somebody like, somebody he know on the inside or something. <laughs> okay. And, and then he was like, oh, no, I get it from Nordstrom's. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. I, uh, the first time I, I ventured to, I think I went to Saks Fifth Avenue or, or uh, Neiman Marcus, and I knew I couldn't afford anything in that store. And plus, I also knew that they wouldn't have my size. But um, I went in and spoke to one of the representatives. We started talking or whatever. And I was like, well, yeah, you guys don't have anything in my size. And she said, no, we do. And she showed me this nice uh, Burberry shirt. And ever since then, I've loved every collection that they've dropped for, especially for the bigger guys, especially for that 3X I'm looking for. Okay. Well, now that we got an introduction to TJ, our next and final guest has joined us, y'all, finally. <laughs> the world is aligned now. So I want ev to introduce everyone to Elijah. Tell the people about you, what you do, who you is. Uh. Hey, 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 everybody. This is your boy, E. Scott, or, well, Elijah, whatever you want to call me. Um, I'm just happy just to be on the call with you guys on tonight. Um, I'm here to join in on the conversation, but I am a singer, songwriter, model, and a pre-K teacher. Um, okay. Um, just a little shameless plug. I do have a single out at the moment called uh, Spread the Love, E. Scott, Spread the Love. Um, I teach pre-K. I work with some after-school students, and that's that's really all my life. Um, you better tell the people where they can find this <laughs> single. Oh, iTunes, YouTube, I everywhere. And however you listen to music, that's where you can go, and that's how you can listen to it. E. Scott, like Spread the Love. I feel like you got some media training. <laughs> the way he came on here, hello everyone, my name is e. Scott or Elijah, whatever you like to call me. Yeah, I have a single out and it's on iTunes. <laughs> it's just, it's the, it's the, um, the, the animated me. This is the, yeah, this is the, this is the, the teaching me too. So I'm like, it's a switch on and off. But I guess it, it, it clicks on tonight. Let's go. I'm here for it. So right now, what we, what we were talking about when you came in, um, because I wanted to talk, so this episode is called The State of Plus Size Men's Fashion or Big and Tall Fashion. I haven't decided on the episode. Actually, we're going to talk about that topic. So um, I've had an internal debate for about a year, and so I wanted to get everyone else's take on it. So the term plus size men or big and tall, what's your preference? Why do you, where do you stand? If you even have a stance at all. Hmm. Um, uh, plus, um, you said plus size men are big and tall, right? Uh-huh. Um, honestly, I do, I prefer big and tall. Either or doesn't really bother me. Um, but I do prefer, I do prefer big and tall. I often call myself the, the definition of big and tall because I am a plus size man. Um, I am, I'm six, three and a half. Uh, I wear a size like three X shirt, 44, 46 pants, and I wear a size 15, 16 shoe. So most Ooh, of the time- we're gonna I, talk about shoes in a second. I do, I do, I do prefer to be called, you know, big and tall, either, but like I said, either it doesn't really bother me. I just think that term just fits better. And it's, it, 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 uh, visually it looks better to see what it is that you're, not to see what you're looking at, for lack of better words, but yeah, big and tall. Okay. 
go ahead. Um, whoever wants to go next, TJ, Ralphie, D'Angelo. Um, yeah, I'll go. Um, I personally, um, yeah, big and tall is what I am, but that doesn't really define who I am. Uh, in the sense of like, I still want to be called model. Um, just because I feel like I could get into the straight size in quotation mark um fashion shows campaigns i feel like i could do that just as as better as a guy who is uh, a medium or size 32 pants um so me personally i just like to be uh, i like to be called a model that so happily is a big and tall guy that's just me personally i don't really like to be i don't really in a sense i don't really like to be labeled Oh, okay, we, we he he doesn't want any labels, All right? So we'll just call you Ralphie, and that's Ralphie okay. The Ralphie the model. All right, uh, TJ, tell us what's your preference if you got one. Um, so I don't know if I care for the term big and tall because um, I am not tall. Um, I may photograph tall, but that is not me. Come on, photo. Listen, if y'all don't, TJ know his angles. TJ know how to look six two in the photo. Yeah, I got, get that listen, you gotta you gotta know your angles. You gotta know how to do what you do. Got to. Yeah, I get that a lot. People often think I'm six feet six two, and I'm just like, no, I'm definitely below five nine. Sorry to disappoint. Uh, but yeah, big and tall doesn't really fit me, so um, I don't choose to use that term. Um. And then also the term model, uh, I, I, we've talked in discussions where I still find myself struggling with that term as well. Um, and then the, the whole term of influencer that I, I'm still struggling with that. So I really, I'm, I guess for me, I'm still trying to find out what I really want to be labeled. Um, if anything, I guess I would go with model because it just, it's a broader term that I can use. Um, Especially with Rafi saying that, you know, I may be able to be placed in the uh, straight size uh, modeling. I think that might be a broader term to use. Okay, so we'll go with TJ the model. And now last, but certainly not least, D'Angelo, your thoughts? Um, I think I'm right along the lines with TJ and Ralphie when I say just say model. Um. <clears throat> but if I had to choose one, I would choose big and tall versus plus size. And that's just, I don't know. I feel like it it includes what what they're talking about in that category is the big and the tall. Not necessarily do you have to be both. Um, you can be big or you can be tall. Um, I do so, think yeah. there needs to be an or. I agree. It, it, it mm -hmm. should, if we're going to use that term, it should be big and or tall. Because like TJ said, you can be one or the other or both. Right. But I think it's, it's an all-inclusive when you put the and. When you put an or in there, that makes it, I don't know, it kind of like breaks up the two, which we already have enough division in fashion. <laughs> so why do we need to add any more division? Um, which is part of the reason why when I came on, I said I, I just would like to be called a designer and not a plus-size designer or a big and tall designer why can't we just be all-inclusive, period? Because I feel like when you start breaking down things, um, it creates a bias within the community. 
because certain people may get more recognition than the other. And it's like, well, why do big people get more recognition and the tall people not get more recognition? Or why do tall people get more recognition and big people not get more recognition? So it's it, it's like it creates a division. So I agree with them when they say just say model. But if I had to choose, I would say big and tall because it's inclusive. I got you. Okay. Well, I do have well, one. That's definitely a term I've been toying with. I feel personally, um, personally, I feel like the reason that I like the term plus size, um, plus size male model, or not plus size male model, but plus uh, plus size men, is because um, number one, I feel like it's a term. It's a it's it's new to us, but it's not new in general. It's something everyone is aware of. Okay. Um, but number two, I feel like the term is more inclusive because. Plus size means anything above whatever is considered straight size. So to me, the word of the phrase is more inclusive because that will include someone who's TJ's height, someone who's Elijah's height, someone who's my height, and everything in between. So that's the reason why I've always gone with, with that personally, but the the thing is it, it the great thing is that it is a personal decision and either one of the either one you want to use isn't no no one's going to feel offended if you use either one of those terms hopefully not um right. so we've talked a lot about clothes we've talked a lot about modeling so now i want to get to the biggest i mean the biggest issue in the state of big and tall or plus size men fashion, shoes. Listen, I myself wear a size 10 and a half. So I'm already out of this. But for my guys with the larger feet, you struggle. So I want y'all to talk about y'all struggle. Okay, I guess I'll go first. Um, I've always had an issue when it came to shoes. Um, well, I had big feet from day one. Um, I I was I think I was about eight years old wearing a size ten in men. Whoa! Yeah. By the time I was, I, and I want to say I was about five, 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 six. By the time I was 13, 14 years old, I was 5'8", wearing a 13, a 14. And so for me, because I've always had funny feet, um, like I don't, in both of my foot, I don't have an arch. So it was just like, and, and like, so I do have a podiatrist that I, I see very often. Um, I did have some insoles made for my foot. Um, I do now have to have them tweaked to fit better and be comfortable in my shoes. Because after a while, my feet will become a problem. I've always been one of the guys that be like, okay, well, you know what? If it's if it's if it's not gonna feel right on my foot, then I won't wear it. Or um, so I go through the ups and downs of finding a nice shoe and keeping the shoe nice and it not messing up due to my feet. So at times it could be a little bit of a struggle, and sometimes it 
could be a little dis be discouraging because I do feel that the people whose feet are smaller, they have more of an advantage, advantage than people whose feet are bigger. So, but my thing is, I don't want to look any old kind of way, um, you know, so now I'm on the route of where I've always had to buy my shoes bigger. So if, I, if I'm a 15 or if I'm a 16, now I have to buy shoes, sneakers that are 17, that are 18, so I can still somewhat be comfortable. So, and, and, and it's like almost like where sometimes I have to spend more than an average person just to make sure I have comfortable shoes and that I'm okay all the time. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I hope I answered your question. No, you did. And that that's something that I, as a, as a, a content creator and a, a media person, am all, when I tell you I'm always searching for companies and stores that wear above, that have, sell shoes above size 14, um, I did a survey last year on the blog and... 80% of my blog readers wear a size 13 and above. So, and if you know anything about retail, most retailers stop at 13. Which means- They do. That, and it's like, you have to, it's one of them things, sorry to cut you off, it's one of them things where you have to like find you a spot and whatever, wherever that spot is, is like you become faithful to that spot. So for me, for a long time, Nordstrom Rack was my spot. Get out of here! Nordstrom yeah, is killing it today. Well, Nordstrom goes Rack. to 15, 16, right? Nordstrom Rack? Yeah. Yeah, they go, they go up pretty high. That was my... And then the, the store that's close to my house, they end up closing. When they reopened again, they kind of somewhat fell off. And I'm like, ah, oh, come on, y'all. That was my go-to store. Like, I was able to go in there and find dress shoes, sneakers, also, so but they they still have the options, but from because my foot is funny, I'm not able to be as flexible as I was before. So Norsham Rack is an awesome go-to spot. They go above thirteen. Marshalls go above thirteen. Um, uh, what other stores? Like where you can actually go in the store and you can find oh, something. Oh, um, what's Burlington. the sell size sixteen and seventeen too? Um, the Burlington Co Factory. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, they do. And it's like, it's, it's with them, it's like you have to go at a certain time because it's one of them things like a story that could be a hit or a miss. Like you can go there on a Monday, you're like, oh, these are some nice shoes. I'm about to get this. But if you go there on that Wednesday, bruh, you missed out. So, and it's just like, you know, especially for someone who's trying to be for affordable and not trying to kill their pockets, those are good stores to go to. So for somebody like me, I have to go there at a good time or I have to just go straight to a store where I've been getting a lot of my shoes now is from De uh, Destination XL. So I know for you sure. Know, I was going to talk about that. DXL has a good selection of your size 13, 14, and 15. However, yeah. I do know they are pricey. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where, I mean, but the good thing about their shoes, nothing, nothing against the, uh, the other stores that we named, their shoes, it is a pricey, but it's, it's good for your buck because you know that you're getting a good quality a good shoe. good quality shoe, yeah, well. Right. Well, you know what? When you already have a flat foot, you can't skimp on quality of shoe. So I know that's very important. So T 
TJ. What size shoe do you wear? Um, I'm 11 and a half. Okay. Do you have a struggle? I mean, I don't want to, you know, miss out on a struggle that I missed. I mean, because uh, no, I don't think I have a struggle. I think for me, um, I think 11, 11 and a half is more of a common size for most guys. So I think for me, it's just availability as far as how many are out there, how many people are buying the actual size. That's all that I have right now. Okay. And then, D'Angelo, what size shoe do you wear? I wear an 11, 11 and a half as well. So I don't have that problem at okay. all. So yeah. I don't like y'all. I don't like y'all. Y'all 11 and 11 and a half. I don't like y'all. <laughs> Sorry, we got sorry. lucky. Though. <laughs> sorry, I just I tried. I ain't sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't sorry. <laughs> I really am sorry. I I know the struggle is real. My God. So yeah. every shoe for you, Elijah, must be like hundred and fifty dollars minimum. Um, right? No, no. Honestly, no. Okay, so before the the one is like the okay, so the, I bought some shoes from Destination Destination XL for my birthday, and how much did I spend for those? I think I spent about one twenty. Okay, so that is close to the one fifty mark. Um, and then when I came before I came to Atlanta for my sister's birthday in TCF, I bought some Skechers, um, and they are so comfortable. Um, you can't you don't know if they're Skechers, but because they're one of them the crossover shoes, like a like a dress up shoe, but a layback shoe. Okay. And I I, th- I think I spent like seventy eighty dollars on them. They were they were not. Oh, that's lot. not bad. Yeah, no, they were they were actually a good price, and they're one of them shoes that you could wear with the jeans. But just say you want to go to work, you can wear them work. Say if you want to go like to like some kind of function, it's a it's a flexible shoe. I was like, come on, Skechers, because I thought it was going to be uh, the Skechers with the big S on the side. Nothing against come, on with, the, big, come on with the big S? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against somebody to have the S on the side. Listen, represent. But I, I, these, these, are, these Skechers are not those Skechers. I know what you're – I think I have an idea of what kind of shoes you're talking about. Um, yeah. Well, that, that's definitely one thing that I myself work really hard to try to find brands. So actually, now that you guys said it, like I went to Nordstrom Rack site, there is a large selection of size 19 shoes. So I have something new to vlog about. Yeah, you do. I got you. Research and development. Research and development. Because who knew that shoes came in size 19? Um, well, so we talked about clothes, we've talked about shoes, we've talked about stretch and jeans. So I guess now the next, the next kind of phase in the state of fashion is accessories. So I would like to know, where do you guys get your accessories from? And how do you decide to accessorize in in your clothes, in your style? So I see that um uh like hats are a big thing, uh like uh rings, like necklaces, um like not the not the saying that they ever, you know, went out of style, but I see that that's like a big thing that everybody's kinda somewhat doing now. So I, I go I follow this model 
I don't know if you guys are familiar with this song, Funky Fresh Dress by Missy Elliott. Yes. The song? Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. So, like, sometimes, like, when I want to be a bit creative or put a, you know, just put a couple things together, like, what I'll do is, like, I'll either, like, look into the stores or, um, you know, uh, see what they may have that may go with my Funky Fresh uh, Dress to Impress kind of look that I'm going on in my head. Uh, as far as like accessories, um, as far as like necklaces or belts or things and whatnot, it's like almost like a spare of moment type thing. Not that I'm actually looking for it. It's like, oh, this would be great for something and you could save it for later. I'm actually interested in doing like the whole, uh, I don't know if that you would call that the same thing for going across the chest, the whole fanny pack I uh, look that everybody's doing. I did you know, like one. the utility jackets and, and stuff like that? Yeah, I did order one for um from ASOS the other day. Oh! But unfortunately, unfortunately, because I have a football back, it wasn't working in my favor, so I'm going to have to send it to <laughs> I'm going to send it to one of y'all because it doesn't want to be my friend. But I'm doing it. Like, let me see what that looked like. I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Uh, um, it's see. like I'm I'm loving that look, and I'm like, yo, why can't that work for me? But I'm I think that's super dope, and I think honestly, because it's you know we wanna no, let me not say we want to, because honestly, big and tall, we had to adapt, or plus size, we had to adapt yes. to dressing, and a lot of us had to make our own style and you know create our own swag, if you would say our own class of dressing or whatever. And it's just like, you know, we started it and then everybody else started to follow us. Nothing against anybody, but it's just it's just true. Especially for the ones who didn't have a whole lot of options growing up or even into our adulthood. So it's just like, I think things like that are just super cool. So I think a lot of these like designers or people who are making it, they should make it uh, these accessories, especially the accessories that's trending, make it friendly for us so that we could be a part of the wave too. And of course I do um I do promote you being your own person and you putting your own stamp on things. But for the people who may have to see a visual of someone else doing it, I think you you should expand a little bit. Agreed. Okay. So with with accessories, um I think uh one of the things is I'm just getting into accessories, actually. I would say in the last four, maybe five years, just getting into accessories. So I'd love to know, because I think um, I think TJ and um, Ralphie accessorizes really well. And so I'd like to know from them, what are some of their go-to places where they get these accessories from? Oh, thank you, Kirkland. I oh, I, I I'm taking by surprise because usually I'm very normal. I usually just have a watch, um, or and it's a um, nice watch. Thank you. Um, but you know, <laughs> when people got mania, that's what I could do. <laughs> you know what? No, I don't. Um, but I usually get my accessories from uh, Burlington Cold Factory. Um, oh, or, shut up! Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, usually I go to Burlington Coal Factory or um, ASOS or any really store that I pass around. The way I like to do my looks is like 
I work with I work for the shoe up. I accessorize around the shoe. I put an outfit around the shoe first. Uh, I'm but I'm very chill. I'm always usually wearing um, sneakers, jeans, and a t-shirt, and then a jacket. Um, but I usually get my things from <clears throat> ASOS, uh, Burlington Coal Factory, and if I see something nice at DXL, I'll do that as well. Wait a minute. Burlington Coal, listen, when outside open, I'm heading to the stove. I got things to buy. Um, cause I'm just getting into accessories. And so it's uh, my accessories. Like I, in my, um, in my new home, I built a, a studio for myself and, and then I also built an office. So in my office, I'm kind of, I kind of been trying to gather the little bit of accessories that I have from all these places. And so like right now I, I, I ended up noticing that I have seven pairs of well, can you see pairs of watch? No, seven watches. And I'm like, oh, I got, I got a little, I got a little, I got a little, I got a little options. So definitely accessories. So um, Ralphie says he accessorizes from the shoe up. Which mm-hmm, yeah. Is an interesting concept because accessories are the last thing that I put on. Right. So how you accessorize, TJ? Um. So for me, uh, I'm big on hats right now. So um, I always try to find a nice hat that goes well with uh, whatever I'm wearing. Um, I try not to over-accessorize because sometimes that can take away from the outfit. So what I'll try to do is I'll look for a piece, uh, maybe a shirt or a jacket that has like a nice zipper, maybe a gold zipper. Or I'll look for something that has like a nice um, uh, like lapel. Some of those things are eye-catching so you don't necessarily need to accessorize as much um but like i said i definitely do always try to do a hat uh my go-to for hats right now is goran brothers um sometimes pricey with them but uh um, the large he got many <laughs> <laughs> not at all um also top man top man in new york they Wait. are really, yeah top man too listen y'all put me on to, listen let me write this down yeah, so Top Men in New York, uh, they are really big on accessories. So they have lapel pins, they have, you know, necklaces, watches, um, little things that you can put in your hat. So if you do have a um, fedora, you can put like feathers in there, things like that. Um, so I try to accessorize that way. Also, you mentioned Primark. Primark is actually really big on accessories too. They have a little uh, accessories um, area at Primark, so that's another place to shop for accessories. Um, but for me, actually, the biggest place that I go for accessories, um, especially like little pins and watches and things like that, or like a little chain to hang down, actually thrifting. Um, what? Going to like, yeah, going to like antique shops, antique jewelry shops, things like that. Some people throw away good stuff in those areas and you can find something that you can really add to a piece to make it just what it is. Okay, so you accessorizing is not the first, you don't start with accessories then? No, I definitely start with the outfit first, then I go to a hat, and then I add accessories at the end. Because I may have an outfit that doesn't need a whole lot of accessories, so I'll start with the outfit first. I think my what I'm wearing should be the focal point, and then to add a little bit to that, I'll add a hat, and then maybe a watch, and then maybe a lapel pin, you know? Come on, add a little razzle dazzle. 
Okay, so Elijah, how do you accessorize? Um, yeah, I, I can say I can piggyback off of what TJ said. Um, uh, as far as hats, I'm I'm in love with hats. I actually want to try and uh, get into hats more, um, but I don't most of the time because I just like uh, I'd be like uh, it'd be so hard because like you know you don't want to wear like all your good hats out you know just to work even though I know I can because sometimes I've done it, um, but I, I'm very much so into hats. Um, I love like the old school necklaces. I'm really into that. Like you know. Like the rope like, chains? Not, I, I'm, it, no, like, um, you know, like, how, like, the chains, they're not, like, I don't want to say thick, but they were, like, nice and broad, like, around the neck kind of area. So it's just, like, you know, I do have something like that. So, you know, I, they may be weird because you would think you will real want to might be a chain or your necklace, but I, what I call myself doing is, like, wearing it under the collar a little bit. Um, yeah, it's just something like that. Okay. Yeah, but not not too much. I don't, you know what? Because for some reason, I, I I've had watches, but I can't keep up with watches for some reason, and I'm just like, uh, okay, I guess I should just stop buying watches because I can't seem to keep up with them. So my thing is like really like the chains and the hats. Okay. So last but not least, tell us how you accessorize, D'Angelo. Um. I'm really getting into accessorizing, honestly. Um, okay. Don't try me. Do, no, don't me try too. Me. I said that. <laughs> okay. All right. But no, like for me, I'm very plain when it comes down to putting my, my garment together, like my outfit together. So I usually like to do statement pieces within my clothes. So that's how I accessorize in a sense, like my glitter pants or Come on, I may glitter. do, um, I may like alter a shirt and add like, like my floral sleeve shirts or something like that. That's how I accessorize because I don't, I don't do a lot of jewelry. I mean, I might do a watch. I like earrings. Um, hats are my thing too, like TJ and, um, and Elijah said, but I'm not like a big hat person. I like my beanies and I like, my fit is um, that thing that bring out the trade. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, other than that, I mean, like, I really, I'm really not a big accessory person. Okay. Well, just like me, I'm joining the accessory. <laughs> I'm, joining, I'm joining the accessory crew right now. And I absolutely love accessories. Um, as of now, I have seven hats, and I cannot wait for my hat collection to continue to grow. Eventually, like, I'm looking at them right now, and I just cannot wait for all my hats to just take the fuck over this wall. That's when I know I have hat arrived. Um, but I love hats. Um, it's hard to find them because I have hair, and, like, I don't want to cut my hair off. So finding hats that work, like when I'm in between a hairstyle and I want to do nothing with it, so that's when I put a hat on. Or if it just, or if, you know, sometimes you have a look and then you put the hat on and it's like the look is complete. <laughs> yes. Yes. So sometimes because it's just 
complete with the hat and that 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 I love. I really, really love. So I feel like we have discussed everything as far as fashion is concerned, what we like, what we don't like, where we feel it is. Um, before we wrap this thing on up, I'd like to know, do you guys feel like I missed anything? Like, is there something else we need to cover in this business? Or where's my What's that? Um, yeah, well, I, don't, I won't say you missed it. Maybe I didn't catch that part, but um, a lot of for my bigger guys, I know they are always asking, where can I buy uh, clothing from? And you... Oh, you know what? Good good idea. Let's run down. Let each of us, let's give two places. So that'll be... Well, I was going to say that it's not necessarily where you're buying from because, you know, we can give all these different stores and online retailers and things like that. But sometimes thrifting is works i found a lot of stuff um just going to um, goodwill um going to uh what's one here plato's closet a lot of times you'll find stuff i know i drop off stuff to plato's closet all the time so if you want to find some of my leftovers there you find stuff at plato's closet like that plato's closet yeah i drop off the plato's closet goodwill all the time you know what i it must be the ones i'm going to because they'd be a flop now, now the thing about find the right one. they are very particular because sometimes they don't want to take a 2X because what happens is people don't buy 2Xs. I guess they don't go there and buy 2Xs, so they don't come off the shelf. So if some of our bigger guys go to those places and are looking for those sizes, they'll start, you know, accepting more of the clothes that maybe a bigger guy, another bigger guy couldn't, you know, use anymore. Okay. That makes sense. Plato's Closet. All right. So what I wanted to do, though, was give two retailers that you absolutely love. And I feel like if each of us give two, then at least by the time that this episode is done, someone will feel like they have got 10 brands they can shop at now. Okay. Okay. So you want to go first, PJ? Yes. No, I'll go, I'll go last. I'll go last. Oh! Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> Clearly, ASOS is one of mine, and then Old Navy is another one of mine. Oh, oh, come through with the Old Navy. Because I think Old Navy now goes up to like maybe a 50 in pants, it may be a 48. Um, but they do have a nice selection of big and tall, especially for. Um, but like you're more dressy, like just a pair of slacks. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. you don't necessarily want to. You your can just get a pair of slacks. Casual looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have a lot of nice business casual stuff. Okay. All right. Who's next? Uh, I'll go next. Um, this is actually pretty tough because I do shop around um, retailers, uh, but my main two are DXL and. Um, I may have to say ASOS as well. ASOS. Like I said before. Oh, we already said ASOS. Yeah, right. Um, DXL and Burton Co. Factory. Okay. I'll go next. Um, I would have to say, I don't know, um, since online is an option, uh, well, I would say Boohoo Man. And I would say I like JCPenney. Oh, come through JC Penney's. Hey, yo, listen. 
the people sleep on them, but JC uh, be having some nice stuff. JC Penny got all the shits naive for the low IE. Let me tell you. And you if you looking really good and like they really have some really good stuff in there like you know it's really really and they have like some like affordable stuff some high-end stuff so you can't go wrong or whatever which way you're trying to go but jc pennies and i like boohoo man i was up looking up there that they got some really nice stuff and the good thing about that is too um i don't know if any of the other fellas um mentioned this but if like you're having a hard time shopping online they have a, a size guide so if you happen to know your measurements or whatever the case may be, because like I can say I wear uh, a 3X, you know, and I can go to JCPenney's buy me a 3X, but the 3X in JCPenney's is not the 3X maybe on the A-Souls or Boohoo Man. It's totally different. So if, guys, if you can, you know, when you go to like a food store or if your mom or your, uh, not your laundromat, uh, what is this place called? Cleaner. Yes, or a tailor. Get it's important that you try to somewhat know your measurements. So when you get these clothes online, it's not hard for you to shop, and you don't have to always return clothes back. Okay, y'all, y'all, y'all coming through with bangers on here. All right, now you're done, CJ. Okay, um, so. Good old faithful when I couldn't afford those high-end clothing things. Uh, good fellow has always been good to me. Money, uh, at money. So I can always depend on good fellow at Target to help me with an accessory or help me with a jacket or help me with a suit and tie. Not suit and tie, sorry, but it's a tie or a uh, you know just a um, a button up. So. Definitely a good fellow at Target. Um, I'm going to say name of Marcus again. They have this. <laughs> I'm sorry, Z. I got to give that. But um, can I add two other ones? Um, Go ahead. That I've recently, I've recently like, really came up on. Um, so JCPenney, shout out to them. I did a campaign with them. I love them. They have everything that you need for the big guy at a reasonable price. I can always go there and find something. Um, on sale or you know even on the clearance rack there's always something great that they have so shout out to jc pennies and good counsel um good counsel oh, i actually yes yeah so i actually just received received a gift from them and i gave them my measurements i have never seen this before but i gave them my measurements and they picked out the sizes for me which really helped and so i'm more top heavy than bottom heavy so um the the suit jacket sorry the, the track jacket that i received from them was a 4x fit perfectly the uh suit uh sorry the track jacket pants they were i think they were 2x oh my god I love 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 that shit yeah so the when i put it on it, it fits perfectly for my body type where sometimes you go to pick something up from a store and you may, you know, get a 2X or 3X in the shirt, but may not need that same size for your bottom or vice versa. So I really love Good Console, what they did with that. That was very, very smart. And I definitely will be shopping with them more. Okay. All right. So you gave us a bonus one. 
now I have to go be creative and shit. Oh, I got two. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Johnny Big. Mm. Ha, see? I I like I like that. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Johnny Big. So they're one of my one of my um new brands that I've been working with. And what I love about Johnny Big is they're a brand out of Australia. And they go up to a 9X. So when I tell you everybody can shop there, I mean everybody. All inclusive. Huh. The shoes go up to a 17. So they got you covered, Elisha. And the pants, I believe, go up to a 60. Wow. So when I tell you they're all inclusive, I mean it. What is uh that mind talking about price range with them? Johnny Big's price range is the intermediate we were talking about earlier before you came on. Okay. So their shirts. Oh, I apologize. Their pants go up to a 54. I take I apologize for that. Um, but their um their price range is about 60, 70 bucks for a shirt. Um, that's their price range-ish. So they're they're that middle brand we were talking about. They're not super expensive, but they're not super cheap. They're Right there in the middle. Um, I absolutely love the quality of the clothes. I feel like it's definitely one of those pair of shirts that you buy. And it's definitely going to be in your closet for a long time. When you start doing your yearly purchase, this won't be one of them. Okay. Um, I, like I said, I understand it's, it's a little bit more expensive than say you're ASOS or a Target, but it's not as expensive as Neiman Marcus. <laughs> right? So it's kind of that in-between brand where you can get you can get a you can get a shirt for 60 bucks. It's it's that kind of brand. Um I really love them. And I'm gonna go with my last and very much loving brand NVP collections feels like they are a staple um they're always they're one of the local brands here in America that is pushing the boundary um of what we can wear um they they kind of don't just give you a white t-shirt and a pair of jeans like they'll give you a tie-dye or they'll give you like a tiger print or a lion print or you know something like that so i really love them for that so i feel like today you all of the listeners today you guys left with 11 brands you can now shop at what you about to say tj 
Okay. Well, I think we have we have created magic, guys. I agree. I agree. So I agree. This was fun. Thank this you. Was fun. So before we wrap up, I want each of you to tell people where they can find you on the internet, just in case you know they want to do a little follows. And okay, uh, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so um if you want to follow my design page that is designs by D'Angelo, which is D-E-A-N-G-E-L-O. Or you can follow my model page slash personal page, uh, which is D'Angelo by Design. Yes, model page. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. By the way. Um oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Kirkland. Oh, yes, by the way. So remember at the beginning, we started out saying that we have one designer in the room. That was D'Angelo, by the way. So um, just for the record, want to throw that in for an honorary 12. So if you need any custom pieces, head right on over to Designs. By oh, yes. And, and get you one. Hashtag get you one, please. And thank you. Hashtag get you one. Support a small business. Support a small black business. Get into all of that. And yes, absolutely. So when I say, when I had said, um, I walk out sometimes with stating pieces, it's usually by D'Angelo because he's my best friend and I always want to support black businesses. <laughs> of course. Um, of course. I cannot. Um, <laughs> um, you guys can follow me on um, IG. I have two pages. Uh, my first page is my everything page, my modeling, my personal. It's I am R.E. Lopez. So that's I am R.E. Lopez, L-O-P-E-Z. And then I also have a travel page, um, big, tall, and abroad. Uh, and yeah, you can follow me on those two pages. Okay. Is that everyone? Uh, for me, uh, all platforms, TJ Keys, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, none of that TikTok yet. Uh, but yeah, the other platforms that just TJ Keys. Okay. Well, as usual, you guys can follow me, uh, every platform on the internet at XL Tribe. That is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Because, yes, I'm still on Twitter. Um, and so I wanted to say thank you guys. Wait, wait, wait. You wait. forgot about me. You forgot about Elijah. <laughs> Baby boy, you can't forget about him. I said it. Did I forget anybody? Elijah, tell the people <laughs> where they can follow you. Um, you can follow my personal page slash singing page slash model page, even though I have an official one. But uh, you can follow my singing page um, at Scott underscore sings. You can also follow me, my uh, singing slash model. This is a more official, not personal. Uh, the Gifted Gentle Giant. Um, also, um, when I mentioned when I first came in a call, please, please go check out my single, Spread the Love, E.Scott. I also just dropped a video called my official Live and Unplugged video. Same thing, Spread Which the Love. Which is dope, by the way. Thank you. It is so dope. Like, so dope. Like, 
so first of all you no one would ever know you're an independent artist that's how good that video is it looked like you got a budgie boo <laughs> thank you continue <laughs> no that was just it just <laughs> spread the love and go get the go get the single spread the love that's it you and know what I'm just I'm just appreciative just to be on a call with you guys. Each and every one of these fellas are super duper amazing and just great what it is that they do. And thank you. You know how we're going to close the episode out? How? Let's sing the song. <laughs> you got to have Elijah sing the song because all of us are going to come here on different things. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you're 100% right. So Elijah, take it away. Okay, I'll I give the people a little snippet. Um, love, oh love, love's a wonderful thing. When you have it in your heart, love, oh love. Love is patient, love is kind. Gotta do this love thing right. L-O-V-E, L-O-V-E, talking about you and me, everybody say, let's spread love, let's spread love. Thank you, guys. Yes. Woo. And this shit is over.